Lucas, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast, and I got with me today Rick, better known as Coach Yak on on Twitter. Like uh, Rick, why don't you why don't you go ahead and let them know where they can find you on on the socials? I don't know if Twitter's the only spot you're on. Um, yeah, I just opened up a YouTube page as well, so it'll be oh, Coach cool. underscore Yak. You can subscribe if you would like. It's just started now, so it'll start heating up once training camp's there, which is a few days away, and then obviously the season. So, but both hands cool. basically it. Yeah, and I think I I, I took a look. I, I forgot that you had the the YouTube page, but the uh, but yeah, it's a lot of good tape on there that I that I checked out uh, the other day, and and really like you just, you said it like we're just waiting for training camp at this point. So like the title of this uh, of this show is going to be all about training camp, and of course we're going to talk a little bit about some. Uh, the Niner news that the little bit that's trickling that's trickling out, but uh, for the most part, we're going to be talking about some training camp battles and where we think, where you think that uh, that some of the, how some of these are going to work out. But uh, but yeah, like so the first the first thing I want to get to is we're talking about uh, of course Jimmy's situation, and I hate that we're still talking about Jimmy at this point, <laughs> but. The 49ers gave Jimmy's agent permission to find a trade officially. So finally, so uh, one reporter says that he won't be ready for a while. Another reporter says he's or till mid-August. Another reporter says that he's cleared now to practice. So which one do you think it is? Do you think the trust is gone between Jimmy's agents and the team? Um, you know that I think that trust went out the window. You know, in March, once. Jimmy decided, you know what, we're not, you know, we're going to go and have a procedure done, which I don't, listen, I don't follow him. You know, the team yeah. thought he was going to go out and <clears throat> basically push through it, try to rehab without having surgery. But, you know, I mean, ultimately, if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for a long career, you need to, you need to go under the knife for the most part when you have an issue with your shoulder. So I don't, I don't blame him, but you can see there was like somewhat of a disconnect. So once that happens, then it's just like, you know, <clears throat> it's you could say it's the team's obviously not thrilled about the situation. And at this point here, Jimmy's camp looks like they want to get him released. You know, that's more beneficial for him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the team doesn't. They want to try and get something for him. If I had to guess, I'd probably say it's probably 60-40 right now, 60% chance he's going to be released compared to 40 being traded. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, if there's an injury in camp somewhere, you know, for another team, obviously you don't root for that, but it would be ideal for the Niners, and we're going to get something back for them. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, yeah, for not, sure. I don't believe they're going to eat any of his money at this point here just to make a trade happen. I mean, 
if they did, what, what are you going to get for them right now? For you know, I mean, maybe a mid-round pick. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, and that, and that's a, that's kind of the way I see it. Like they would, in order to get anything a fifth or better, they're going to have to get. They're going to have to pay some of that salary, right? So. Uh, I just don't – I don't see it either. I've been saying for a while now that I think he's just going to get released eventually I, unless something drastic happens and a team just – in training camp and a team just absolutely needs a quarterback. Uh, there were some rumors about uh, four different teams having interest, but I think that's just smokescreen in my personal opinion. Uh, I don't think that anybody – with the, the teams that they mentioned, it – it just didn't, a lot of it didn't make sense. The only one that actually made sense maybe was, uh, in my mind was Atlanta. Like, uh, but I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it's 60, 40, uh, cause you can never tell in the NFL, you don't know what's going to happen in training camp and you don't know. I mean, anything, anything, any injuries happen all the time in training camp. So, right. I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy. And a lot of people disagreed with me when I said this, but I, if Seattle came to me and said, listen, you know, We'll give you a third round pick for him. You know, you sit mm-hmm. there and all right, Jimmy's not a bad quarterback. You know, yeah. despite what they say on Twitter, you know, you got everybody's pro Trey. I'm pro Trey. I'm ready for the change, you know, and all that. But Jimmy's not a bad quarterback. You yeah. know, I mean, he's successful. He wins for the most part. But if a team comes there and they want to give you a third round pick, listen, if we're going to release him, you're going to pick him up, right? We're not yeah. just going to hold him and had that kind of money sit on the bench. So yeah. they're either going to trade them or they're going to release them. And Seattle could wait around and just wait for that part there. You know, because like I said, I don't see too many teams out there that's willing to take his salary on yet. Yeah, he could do a sign and trade, but you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what, what's what, but I, Seattle's a possibility. They got, they got garbage over there right now. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I would completely agree with you. And uh, I, and I always thought that that was a possibility I won't say that Jimmy's terrible. Like uh, he's just mid. Like uh, and he's yeah. he's good. I mean, he's obviously better than C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins. So, I mean, which he's a starting level quarterback in this league. And uh, I mean, do we get frustrated from time to time? Of course, a lot of teams get frustrated with their quarterback. Like, uh, uh, not everybody's going to have an elite guy. But at the same time, I think that they did the right thing uh, to get over the hump. I feel like they've improved everywhere on this roster except for that position and uh, and i think that that's what they're going for right now to complete the puzzle and uh i i, I don't know how you feel. we'll talk about trey lance later but it's uh but yeah i'm i'm definitely pro trey at this point but like you said i just think that uh i think that i think eventually he gets released because i just can't see not that they wouldn't give him to seattle but I don't think Seattle. I think Seattle's in the same boat as everybody else, where they just don't want to give up. They're not going to want to give up enough, and they're going to want them to take on some of that salary. Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, we already talked about the end result. And so Debo, let's talk real quick about Debo. We haven't heard anything about Debo, which means to me, which says to me that actual serious uh, negotiations are going on. Like, uh, and I think that that means that they're probably getting closer in my mind because when I think that when we hear stories and things get put out there, I think that's that's each side trying to leverage the other a lot. And I think when you get, it gets quiet is when they get closer to a deal. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, the Niners called Debo's agent. They called that bluff, right? 
Yep. They're like, yeah, right. We're not trading. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I get it. It's all. <clears throat> uh oh. Oh, I think you froze on me. Checked out. Are you able to see me? I can see you, but I think you're frozen. All right. Have oh, there time. you go. There you go. I got you. <laughs> Hold on for one second. So anyway, um, what what's you know? Once they called their bluff, it was at this point there. They're like, "Oh, you're freezing again." And go ahead and sign a contract. Yeah, I think just at this point here, they're going to get it done. It's going to be done probably, you know, in the next week or two. I would say. I, listen, that video came out with his boxing train. I don't give that was yeah, <laughs> that was nothing. I know fans. You know, they see that and they, it takes off, right? A tweet like that takes yeah. off, getting paid. Listen, all right, that's his trainer has no idea. Debo's not coming and talking to his trainer and saying, hey, listen, we're, you know, hammering de you know, deals out right now. I'm going to get paid yeah. next week. <laughs> you know, he's just being a fiery coach and just talking shit. So I don't I don't put anything into that. But I could see the Niners getting a deal done. I could see something like between 25 to 27, for you know, on average, you know, five-year deal. Question is how much is the guaranteed? That's you that's the magic question. Five eighty percent of that, that's possible. You know, you're, he's going to want a big big chunk of that. That um, all these reports come out about he doesn't want to he doesn't want to run the ball. You know, that's obviously one hundred percent. That's from the agent. You know, he's in his yeah. ear. Listen, you want the money? It's about to. Oh, you're freezing. Give him a minute to come back, y'all. It's freezing up again. Can you see me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see you now. All right. So so basically that's you know, that's where it is. It's they're gonna get him his money. He's gonna get a five year deal. Um, you know, the the only reason why Debo lined up in the backfield as much last year is because they were riddled with injuries in the backfield. You know? For sure. So, you know, we're pretty deep this year. As you can see, you know, in the backfield this year, I mean, obviously everybody's healthy, but everywhere, to be honest. <laughs> we'll see. Davis Price looks, is probably going to be a nice, nice right I think that's going to wind up coming out. You know, you're going to have Sermon, he's back. I think they're going to be right behind Mitchell. So you're going to have three, three guys right there, you know, in mm -hmm. the backfield there. So Debo really, you know, he's going to get his jet sweeps, you know, he's going to catch um, bubble screens and all that. He will be still around the line of scrimmage at times. Um, but you're not going to see him pound between the tackles very often. They're not going to do that. So, yeah, that that, and I think that's just what you just said. I think that's the big difference in what and how they're going to be scheming up next year. Last season, I mean, they couldn't get anything going without him running the ball, and I think that's going to be a huge difference this season. They're loaded up with running backs. They're loaded up with wide receivers and they've got a guy Ray Ray McLeod that can, I think they can do some similar things, obviously not the same style as Debo, but like, uh, but he can do some, he's, he was a running back in, in high school. So like uh, that, whenever you hear that, you know, Kyle loves his, his dual threats. And I think that they're going to use him in a lot of different ways. And they've been taught, they talked about him in multiple press conferences like uh, when nobody was talking about Ray Ray McLeod, but they, they made a point to, to reference him. So I, I just really, I'm really looking forward to see what it's going to look like. But like you, I just think it's going to be a lot of the, a lot of what we saw out of him in his rookie season, like some jet, occasional jet sweeps 
And like, uh, but they're going to keep him kind of the close to that. He's going to go back to the being the slant God. <laughs> and, uh, and, but then, but they've got Ayuk and they've got other guys that can open the field up on that intermediate long, long range. So they won't really need him to do all that. Correct. No, it'll, it'll, it'll be good. They're, they're loaded. They're loaded, you know, throughout that whole roster. Right? You know, you mentioned already camp battles. It's, it's really, they're really talented. We're, it'll be interesting what they do on, on that D line, if yes, you know, who gets let go, you know, I, I mean, they got a lot of talent. It'll be interesting. I'm excited for that. I mean, obviously you got Bosa, you know, and then on the opposite end there, you got, you got several options. I mean, Drake Jackson, right. That's, that's what they ultimately would like to have done. Right. You would have um, Drake, maybe not his, not stepping right away. That might be, you know, so Samson, so he might come in and start first, and then Drake, as he gets his feet wet, you know, he could take over off the edge on pacing yeah. downs, you know. But I think um, you bump Kinlaw and Armstead are going to stay inside, right? Then you got both in, like I said, um, Samson off the edge. And then I would like this, you know, I haven't seen this much, but I would really like to see them put um, bump maybe. Um, Samson inside on certain passing downs, just like you know how to do yep. with RK. Now they could yep. do that with Toure as well. So if Toure does it, you know, I could see either Samson or Toure bumping inside, right? So you can go with off the edge, you got Bosa, right? Yeah, Drake Jackson, and then inside, maybe Armstead and either Toure or Samson inside, you know, on passing downs, yeah. It's gonna, that's going to cause a lot of havoc. And another name is uh, Amenahu. I, I I think that Amenahu is going to get. I think Amenahu is going to be the beneficiary of those of those Arden Key snaps because I feel like they have similar body types. But yeah. but like you said, the rate like uh, I look at the way that the New York Giants did against Brady way back in the day and put they almost put four defensive ends out there on passing downs. Right. And that's that's really what I'm they have just so much depth on this defensive line. I think they've got 18 guys now at this point. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's crazy. It, it yeah, it's crazy. Nice. And and we don't even talk about Jordan Willis. Yeah. You know, the, I mean listen, the savior, the savior of Green Bay. <laughs> right. He's a savvy vet. He's a very smart guy. You know what I'm saying? So and does he get cut? You know, I, I mean that it's a possibility with all that death. I don't, you know, I mean, I tweeted probably two months ago. I think he has his best year on his line, you know, seven, eight sacks this year. If he's, if he's used right, you know, he's got a yeah. lot, he's got, you know, for his size, he's very quick off the edge on the wide nine. He's able to, you know, track down the quarterback from all the way out there. He's, he's another possibility, but is it possible that he gets cut? I don't know. I mean, uh, might not make, make it, you know, and, Oh, there's going to be some people that don't make it. Right. Like, uh, so it'll it'll be interesting, but ultimately, you know, you would like your base downs to be. You got Bosa, right? And like I said, it's probably going to be Samson on to start on the end, and then inside it'll probably be Armstead, obviously, and Kinlaw. Kinlaw's X factor. Kinlaw can really make us not totally forget about DJ Jones, but he can make that loss feel not as devastating. Right now, you're sitting in Jesus Christ. I mean, DJ, 
DJ Jones is phenomenal inside. Yes. Quick, quick, um, he's, he's cat-like quick, you know, for his size, it, that's a freak of nature, right? Yeah. So he finally put a full season together this past season, you know, for us, and it was phenomenal. So now does Kinlaw come in there? He's going to have a fire lit under his ass, especially with Grant running his mouth, you know. So <laughs> he's, he's got – he's going to have shit to prove. So I think he could be – him and Armstead inside could really cause a lot of damage, especially in the run game. Yeah, you know? I yeah, I think that if if Kinlaw is healthy, if Kinlaw's healthy, him and Eric Armstead in the middle is just a recipe. That that's really what's going to free up all the all the guys that we just talked about on the edge. And then and, and then the it's going to make all those stunts and all those stunts yeah. and everything go. Yeah. Like uh, and like you said the blitz, I mean it's going to give Warner and and a couple of those other guys that ch- like free reign to just go straight to the quarterback because those guys are going to take up bodies. They're pro- yeah, they're probably going to hit that um, twenty nineteen sack. Though. They're going to beat that. I mean, last year they tied it, right? They tied yeah, they got forty eight. Right. So they had what they obviously had the one more game, but you know, twenty nineteen was phenomenal. But at the same time, you lost D Ford, right? They were really, yeah. and they were. I mean, they were going run on fumes to you know the last quarter of the season. Thank God for. Went in Seattle to get us that bye week. Then we yeah. had, you know, everybody had fresh legs going to playoffs. So I mean, we got a deeper rotation than we did in 2019. Mm-hmm. We just got, we need Kinlaw, like you know, obviously he's he's going to be key. We got to get his ass on the field. Yeah, and and it's uh, like last. So last year they had 48 sacks. They and they came out slow to begin to begin the season. Like uh, they they didn't really their pass rush wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad by any stretch, but it wasn't on the same level as it was towards the second half of the season, second half of the season, they, and in the playoffs, their defensive line was just taking over games. And, it, and uh, I'm thinking that they, with all the guys that they brought in last season, this will be their second year uh, in this system. And they'll be able to like Ebicom, I look at Ebicom and, and I look at a guy like, uh, and Javon Kinlaw and a couple of the other guys, Kerry Hyder's back. I think those are guys that could can hit the ground running, because they already know what they what they want, what the coaches want to see. So it's – I just think it's going to be <laughs> – I think it's going to be a race to the quarterback in the beginning, starting right at the beginning of the season, game one, especially uh, considering we're going against the Bears. Right. And Hyder, Hyder's, Hyder's, you know, that's another one. That's going to be a question. So, you know, he had a big year for us, right? He's a mm-hmm. high guy. It's, yeah. it's not that he's – Super talented, super quick off the edge. It's not that he's yeah. motor. I mean, geez, against in that New Orleans game, he made a tackle. I think like forty yards down the field on the sideline. I mean, he's got that high end motor. But again, I mean, there's so many mouths to feed. I don't know who's gonna. You know, somebody's not gonna make that roster, and somebody else, some another team's gonna scoop him right up. So we'll see. You yeah, because I'm interesting. I'm looking at because uh, I mean you know they got Kalia Davis who's gonna he's medical so that'll keep him on the team right. and then uh, the guy I th- a guy I think that they're gonna end up having to unless he just has an outstanding preseason Kevin Atkins is a guy he was an undrafted free agent uh, I see him not but yeah Jordan Willis and then and Alex Barrett I think just may end up getting not being here, like whether it be trade or I, I think that that's an interesting thought is that, uh, so I was talking to somebody about this the other day is that a thought 
might be that they just may end up trading a couple of these guys. It's possible. Uh, why why is he let him go for free? So yeah, and just get some late draft picks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. but yeah, there's a couple of guys that I think on the end of the depth chart that that and and you know, some of this is gonna cure itself in training camp when uh when because so, somebody's gonna go down. Right. <laughs> like uh so that's just gonna happen. But but then so we talked about the D line. How about those corners? Now the corners uh, the corners and the D-backs in general are a very interesting. It's, a, it's another one where they're really deep at. I don't think they're as talented as they are on the D-line, but they just have a lot of bodies. Now, I You know what? I love the secondary. I really do. Now, look, you, we lost a shark, right? Yeah. Now, you know, shark, you know, I mean, I tweet about that guy constantly. Right? I was a big yeah. fan of him. <laughs> you know, his coverage, his, what, his ability to tackle. Yeah. His ability to tackle to come down and make that tackle, you know, for as small as he was to replace that. That's what we got to replace. All right. Yeah. I'm not so concerned about his man coverage that can be replaced. I mean, Dante Johnson can slide inside. He really could. All right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll see how the rookie Womack is, you know, and I mean, my issue is just the tackling ability from that position right there. Yeah. I mean, so if we can get, you know, basically, I mean, I'm not looking at it, a 3% on a year on a missed tackle percentage. If I mean, that's what Kwan is, right? He's just, he's that clean. He comes yeah. in there and just, you know, if we can get something similar, 5%, 6% missed tackle percentage out of the, out of that position there, whether it's Womack, I mean, you know, people sit there and say, well, Jason Verge, you know, he's back. He's back. You know, no, he's not playing. He's slot. Listen, I, he's probably going to start the season on the pop. All right. I'm going to yeah. just throw it out there. You know, it's again, I'm blind for one out, throwing a dart. I'm going to say you're going to put him on a pop. All right. Listen, if we get him back healthy at any point in the season, it's, you know, he's a lottery ticket because we know what he brings when he's healthy. Right. Yeah. But you got, you got Ward on the outside. You got Mosley. I mean, I'm I'm high on both of them, really high on Ward, but they're both CB1 talent, all right? Mm-hmm. We, we got the outside taken care of. And like I said, I mean, inside, if it's Womack, Dante Johnson, I mean, I'm pulling for the kid. I mean, don't get me wrong, Dante Johnson, I mean, he, he was really good at, at the end of the season. He made a lot of people eat shit. He really did. I mean, yeah, they constantly bash that dude every year. Every year. <laughs> the barnacle. Like, that's, that's what I – I call him the barnacle. Like, because yeah. uh, he's uh, he always makes the team somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but another one is um, Denard. Yeah, uh, Denard. He he could possibly uh, play the slot, and they got him slated in as the the number one right now. Like that? Uh, yeah, at that I position, know, yeah. that's, but I mean, that's yeah. yeah. You got Castro Fields too. Let's see what he can do. You yeah. know, but but again, it's going to come down to tackling ability. If you know who's got the best ability. To make that tackle at the line of scrimmage, you know, sure. I mean, you can get any, not anybody, but you can get these guys coming out today are very athletic. They can cover inside on the slot. They, they can, you know, do that pretty well. And then if you have a little bit of issue, we got the, we got the linebackers and we also have Jimmy Ward out there. So, I mean, we yeah. have coverage, cover guys so, doing all three levels. So, so do you think, do you think, because this is what I've been hearing a lot of, like uh, I've been hearing a lot of, and, and this was my first thought process when we got Traverius Ward is that because we needed that somebody to, to replace shark, I'm thinking, do you think that they move 
maybe move Mosley into the slot spot and and then put uh, and then have Ambry Thomas start opposite or Jason Verrett, whoever whoever you you feel is doing the best in, out of camp. All right. So. Well, first of all, if Verrett is healthy, whether it's, you know, coming off the pup or let's just say, you know, he's he's 100 percent healthy, you know, through yeah. that camp and he's good to go and he's looking up. If he's fully healthy, he's a quarter CB one. He is, you know, if he's the 2020, he's the best corner on our team. Yeah. He's, right. so he, he's outside. All right. And then Mosley would go inside off of that. Now, yeah. but like I said, I'm going to put that off as him going to pop. So let's not just bank on that now. So now if we're looking at Ambry Thomas to the outside and Mosley inside, yes, that's a possibility. I mean, Mosley can play it. He's played it. You know? He can tackle too. But yeah, I mean, he's played it. He can he can do inside outside. I mean, Ambry, Ambry, if you if you remember from when he first started, he was he was getting burnt, right? But he was always yeah. in position. He's always in position. But he you was know, get I mean, he was getting better. He was getting better at every game. They were making incredible catches on his ass, but his hands were up. He's punching through the ball, but obviously he just didn't finish it, right? Yeah. And I mean, he had a couple of that Tennessee game. I thought he did very well. Right, was yeah. on AJ Brown, made a couple of nice plays on him, you know, in the end zone. One was deep, one was actually down by the goal line. I mean, he's he's got talent, that kid. And yeah. I'm not writing him off. I'm not actually I'm gonna tweet about him soon. But <laughs> I I don't know. I mean I my two outside guys are gonna be Mosley and Ward. They're they're gotcha. better. They are they're better outside. For I, sure. I, I I feel that we can get that inside, and like I said, whether it's going to be you know Denard, whether it's going to be Catcher Fields, Will Mack, we'll see how they are in camp. If any of those dudes can um, tackle well, you know, and they you know they're just able to play solid coverage, they're going to be. It's going to be you know that's where it's going to be. Ambry Thomas will come, um, won't be out there as much, obviously. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what do you I'm, think of Lenore? Do you think Lenore's uh, could be a you know what? That was a really could be a casualty <laughs> because you know I know he didn't get a lot of snaps in the slot, but mm-hmm. he's not going to win. The, he's not going to win the outside job. No, there's no right. way. So if he wants to get on a field, he'd have to try for the slot position, play nickel. He's going to have to. I mean, where else is he going to play? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that's only place he can play is the is the slot in right. my mind and. And I don't even know that he's fast enough to play the slot. Like uh, it's, it's kind of. Uh, I think that he is. He tries to be physical, but like I think that he is. He goes as his emotions go. Like so, if he misses a couple of plays, he he kind of checks out. Like, and that's what that's what it looks like to me. Right. So it'll be interesting. But they got a lot. They got a lot of talent in, the, in that position. There a lot of depth. You know, we are. Just competent play. If we can get solid play for Tart's replacement, this the back end, the secondary is going to be a top five. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Now, I want to see Odom back there. All right. Huff. Now, you know, Huff, he's his issue was angles. Okay. In coverage, he took several shitty angles and got burnt. And it was noticeable in film. Yeah. So I mean, if you, it was really noticeable if you watched the um, 
the Rams game on that Monday night. All right. I mean, they had a touchdown wide open and he only yeah. threw it. I mean, and Huff, Huff knocked the ball out of Mosley's hands, actually. Yeah. I mean, he, he, if he's got to take a better position, see, a lot of people are going to slam Tart, right, for the dropped interception in the, in yeah. the game. Um, what Tart brought now, listen, he was, he, he need, he's, he's sloppy on tackling. All right. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about that much. He's very sloppy with the tackling, but he's an on field coach and yeah. he has helped out Ward in top, like pre snap, where the ball is going to be. And even during a snap, he's actually um, – you've seen it on film where he's told Jimmy over here, and he, and he waved him off, and Jimmy had to go over there. So, I mean, he's mm. – what we're missing out of that is we're missing the mindset. I know um, Jimmy's talking about Huff and how he's, he, he's got that, and communication, he's really good. If Huff brings that, all right, on field and um, cleans up his angles – I know we don't we know we don't have the blade of speed, but if he cleans up the proper angles, then he's gonna um it'll be his position. Yeah. If he can't, then it's gonna go to Odom. All right. I don't I mean more is a possibility, but I think it's gonna be more between Huff and Odom. Odom yeah, we know we know more takes bad angles. Like I I don't think he's had a chance to get to even clean it up. He's good in the box. He's really good in yeah. the box, right? It's probably he, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, we're we need more than just good in the box. We need a brain on the field like Tart was, and um, coverage. We yeah. don't, you know, so that'll be it'll be interesting. But yeah, I'm yeah. thinking it's going to be Huff with Odom right on his ass. So if if Huff doesn't show uh, better angles, then they're going to give a shot to Odom. So yeah, so. and then, yeah, and I see. I th- this is the thing that that people need to understand about Tart. Yeah, Tart's not going to give you picks. That's not going to happen. But this is the thing. How many times was he targeted against? Right. Like, right. Uh, the guy is good in coverage. He was good in coverage uh, for the most part. And, like, uh, d- is he going to miss a couple of plays? Yeah. Like, I mean, every every defensive back is going to miss some plays here and there. Like, uh, but he was consistent. And I think that we're going to miss a little bit of that, the, just the consistency piece. And uh, because, like you talked about with Huff, the – what Tart could give you was he had the athleticism to make up for for his his mistakes, like sometimes. And uh, and Huff's not going to have that to fall back on. He now Huff has Huff has really good instincts, and I think that's what Jimmy and his and the coaches were talking about the most with Huff is that he sees he sees the game like uh, a lot different, like uh, and he's being communicative and like all that kind of stuff. But I think that. That's the piece where we're going to miss miss Tart the most is that the the athleticism to make up for the mistakes because uh, but I think that they're going to rotate those guys in my mind I think that they're going to do exactly what they did last year with Tart Hafanga and Jimmy which is kind of just rotate them rotate them here and there uh, because they just felt they had to get Huff on the field because he does make plays that is the one thing about Huff is he makes he just makes he has those instincts to make to make plays like, uh, and he's always around the ball. So right. I, I just look at it like uh, I, Traverius Moore is kind of a, an outlier. I, I just don't think that we've ever gotten a real chance to see what he could do on a regular basis, like starting next to anybody. He's had a couple of games where he's gotten to start here and there, but I, I think he just lacks the consistency because he can't, he can't say he can't put enough good tape on that 
out there to stay on the field for any amount of time. So it's uh, George Odom. I think that I know that they said it wasn't about special teams, but I really think he's here for special teams and that uh, if he can give us anything at that safety spot, and he might be because I know the Colts said that they were really upset. A lot of the Colts players were really upset about losing him. But yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's very town. So, so we'll see. Maybe he can be our tart and that, that we rotate in and out with a funga. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. The, uh, that's, the main, that's the only, well, you know, safety, and then we'll see what Kinlow's need. They're the only question marks right now. Yeah, for especially for the defense, yeah, because because uh, we're not even going to talk about the the linebackers because we we're so good at the linebacker spot. <laughs> I think that it's, I mean, whoever, uh, I mean, the, there's one guy that uh, that they got a drafted free agent that I'd like to see them find a way to keep uh, in Gemmel, uh, Jeremiah Gemmel. I I really like that guy in college. Like, so uh, I'm hoping that he finds a way to stick with the roster somehow, some way. Uh, but I see him. Uh, I see the same thing happening to him that happened to Hilliard last year, which he's just going to end up being a casualty. But uh, uh, but then you've got the – so we talked about the the defense. Let's talk about the offensive side a little bit. Uh, I want to start with the running backs. Now, running back, it, this is the – I think this is the deepest and most versatile group that I've seen since – I think since I've been a 49 – I've been a 49er fan for – 30 plus years and uh, the, I've never seen them this deep with talent. Like uh, the other, the other years you could say that they had some, some guys like nobody would have known that they were talented, but this year they, I think sermon's talented. I think that uh, uh, I think that he just isn't Kyle's necessary style, but I think TVP is going to be a monster for us. And I think that, uh, and, and I think that, Elijah Mitchell is going to get a chance to take some of the, some of the wear and tear off of him uh, with TDP being able to take some of the, a lot of those, those second half snaps and don't sleep on Jordan Mason. Like uh, I think that that guy is another guy in the mix. Uh, I think hasty in my mind, hasty is the one that's going to be cut, but how do you, how do you feel about the running back room? No, I mean, you're, you're a lot bigger on the running back room than I am. I think it's talent, but I mean, like Elijah Mitchell, you know, his vision was questioned, especially early on in the season. True. And if you watch his film, you or I could run through those holes. I mean, yeah, it's true. Those holes were gaping. All right. So, I mean, if he's still getting somewhat similar touches, he's going to hit a thousand yards. He is yeah. in, our, in our run game. He'll definitely will. But Davis Price is probably going to make somebody expendable. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially maybe Jeff Wilson. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sermon. If if he don't hit the hole right away and he's dancing, he, you know, he he could eventually be, you know, removed. You know, maybe in, in another year or so. But I don't. I mean, you know, it, it all comes to who you know who's who fits Kyle's run game. I mean, he likes the ones that hits the hole hard, right? Nobody mm-hmm. did back there. Hit it hard. Hasty's got his fumble issues, right? He's He's, you know, he shows signs of, you know, making plays. But at the end of the day, it's going to be Elijah Mitchell. Davis Price will be the one-two. Sermon, you know, he's got a lot to prove. So they should be the top three on there. I don't know, you know, I don't think he's going to bring too many in during the game. It's going to probably be a two-back two race in there. Yeah, I agree. Be, 
Mitchell. It's going to be Davis Price. You're probably going to be the top two. All right. And at that point there, then, you know, fast forward to the offseason. We'll see what they do with, with Sermon after that. If they, you know, if, if like I said, if he can't correct, you know, hitting the hole right away, then, then he could be a, a guy out, you know, down the road. But it, we'll see. I mean, like I said, it's it's really hard just because if you watch if you watch the film, like I said, the holder just there, they were gaping. There was a question yeah. I didn't see that. Who was it? Or what was it? That question? Oh, it was he was asking about the running back room. Like uh about he was like who makes the uh who makes the roster. Well it's gonna uh, be for the James Price, right? It's gonna be Saren, um Mitchell, right? I mean yeah. You're gonna get one more off of that. So, I mean, I'm with you on that. I think Hasty gets cut. Mm-hmm. Right? Does Jeff yeah, Wilson sure. make it? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I think that uh, honestly, like, uh, I'm, I'm. Uh, we talked about trades earlier. I think Trey Sermon might be on that list. Like. Uh, to maybe get traded because I think that they they're always going to like Jeff Wilson because of his experience level and that they can just stick him in anytime they need him. Yeah, like a uh, downhill runner, he plays you know he plays pissed off. He's just going to stay on the goddamn field. Yeah, I mean, but he's a he's a good backup to have. Oh yeah, like uh, and he's cheap. Right. <laughs> like uh, so the uh, so yeah, I just I think Trey Sermon might be if he doesn't have a good camp. I think that that might be a guy that uh, if he doesn't have a good camp, I think that he might be a uh, on the trading block. Like I don't what? think they're just going to cut him. And you know what? You you could trade him to another team, and he could wind up being very, very exactly. Good. You know, it's just it's just maybe it's just he just doesn't fit our system, right? You know, so <laughs> like, that's the way I look at him. I think he's talented. Yeah, uh, like I think he's talented. I think that he just he's not what Kyle wants, and uh, Kyle is very specific in the type of guys that he likes. And mm-hmm. and uh, and once you're in Kyle's doghouse, you've got to do certain things to get out of it. And it just we'll see in training camp and in these preseason games if he's done enough to show that, you know. Yeah. But so. Now we got the, probably the one of the other really deep spots on the team is wide receiver. <laughs> like it's you already got you already got five penciled in, right? Yeah, out of six, you're gonna get six. So you're gonna get, you got five penciled in right now. Obviously, you got Debo, you got Ayuk, right? And yeah, you have McLeod, and like I'm big on McLeod, like you are. You know, mm-hmm. I, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a problem. But get the ball to him in open space, and he's gonna. Mm-hmm. Be a so I mean, you know, Jawan Jennings is obviously a dog, right? So yeah, that I mean, guy. He, I love that guy. He's a wide, oh, dude. I know he's a wide receiver. <laughs> wide receiver three here, but he's not a wide receiver three. He's yeah. a two. You know, it, he's a an a layup for two. He's a stud. That dude is yeah. yes. He doesn't have blazing speed. <laughs> Fucking dude went what seventh round? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. He was seventh rounder, and then he got. And then he got uh, cut. Yes. I think he got cut at one point, and right. uh, he had to come back, like, because uh, he got hurt. Yeah, so they're your top three, right? Then you get McLeod, like I said. So there's your four right there. I mean, you know, looking through the roster here, I don't know if it's going to be, like, Marcus Johnson. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, 
God. You know, with Marcus Johnson, what he brought over at um, who with Tennessee, right? Special teams, yeah. uh-huh. special teams. They might keep him on a roster just because he was a stud on special teams. Yeah. So, you know, does he make one of the six? I mean, you saw how shitty we were in special teams last year. So, yep. you know, I don't know. But they. But uh, Ke- uh, like Croc was talking about Keyshawn Johnson, he thinks seems to think that he's going to be the guy. He he's really pulling for Keyshawn Johnson. Well, all right, but tell me what Keyshawn Johnson brings to the team. I mean, you, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, in my mind, I think he gives you some, uh, like just some vet running route running, like, uh, but. I just don't think that he moves the needle for me at all. Uh, I like uh, I'm looking at uh, like you. I was looking at Marcus Johnson. That was my guy. But Malik Turner, they said, looked really good in OTAs. So, and and the Cowboys were uh, Cowboy fans were upset that they lost Malik Turner. So he's he might be another guy that that they have to take a look at. But uh, but bring anything to special teams though. You know that's what no. You have, that's what you have to see. You know that's an interesting point. Usually, like uh, you know, when you. When you're looking for your sixth receiver, listen, let's be honest. If you're a sixth receiver, you're not going <laughs> to look on the offense, right? Yeah. You're going to be God for, unless we're getting decimated out there at the position. It's what what else can you do for the team? You know, so that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to yeah. be um, it's going to be special team play. That's why I, I you know. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. Like, uh, I mean. It's. Uh, I thought Marcus Johnson initially, but then somebody was mentioning me about Malik Turner, and then I heard Croc talking about Keyshawn Johnson, and it's just there's just so much depth. <laughs> like they have so many guys, and like uh, it's and we've ha- we remember when Shanahan first got here, the cupboard was bare. We didn't have any wide receivers. I mean, it was, and now we're we're wondering who's actually going to make the team because we just have so many different style guys and i think that's what makes it so hard to pick is that they all have different styles and uh and they can literally but i think that's why kyle brought all of them in is because it is he's literally going to be able to do anything he wants which is should be scary for the rest of the nfl right no yeah i mean listen at the end of the day for offense it's going to come down to the line it's going to come down to the interior offensive line right yeah so sure. you know so why don't we just talk about the offensive line and like uh, get like because they're deep too, like now we don't we just don't know who's going to start where. <laughs> no, I mean right now what it's it's obviously uh, it's going to be handed to Jake Brendel. It's going to be his job to lose. Yeah. All right, and, and you know what I mean. And I said this probably about a month ago. I don't think he's our best center. I think. Yeah. Daniel Brunskill is our best center right now. Oh, really? I don't want Brunskill at center. I'm not okay. saying it. Right? <laughs> I'm not saying it. No, I don't. Yeah. Keep him in right guard. Yeah. Right? But right now, I mean, you're going to go with Jake Brendel. He's got, you know, what's he got? Like 100, and, I think he was like 166 snaps in the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, listen. They, what they were saying, though, was that he had the same athletic measurables that or he had actually better athletic measurables than mac did no right and guess what though listen i i get <laughs> I, yeah. I don't give a shit about <laughs> give me mac again this year right you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't care about measurables you know but yeah. 
like in that in that regard. But you know, if all right, so let's look at the interior line. I mean, McGlinchy should be back, right? He's one hundred percent. We're hoping, right? So we're good on the tackles, right? Mm-hmm. So now it comes down to Brendel. Okay, let's just say you know he's out there. I think uh, eventually Donovan West gives him that's, a run for his money. All right? That's my guy. All right, <laughs> that's think, my guy. I think he is the long-term solution at the position. Yeah, I mean, don't don't count up. Oh, I think that dude. He's just so short. He's just so short. He's just so short. He is. He is. I know. You know. But at the same time, don't count him out. Yeah. But, I mean, down the road, Donovan West could be the guy. All right. Uh, Brendel gets it right now. Hopefully, you know, everything works out at center. At that point, there. I mean, listen. And and I know I was like. Probably about a month ago, JC Treader was out there. He's still out yeah. there. He's yeah. got knee issues. I know he's got knee issues. He's missed one start in the last five years. Yeah. All right. So I get it. You know, but don't think he's not paying attention to the situation over here. Yeah. All right. Don't, you know, as a free agent, you know what camp battles are at each position for each team. And you know, all right, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if Lynch reached out to see what he's looking for. Just yeah. to see, because listen, that, that money's coming off the books once for Garoppolo, right? For sure, that, he's going to go. You could use a portion of that to sign a free agent if Brendel's not working out, and you don't want to bump Brunskill over to center, which I don't want. I want him at right guard, but um, you know that <clears throat> that'll be interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Donovan West would be able to step in day one. Yeah, because you know Kyle doesn't like to put rookies, especially no. at the center spot. Yeah, like that's like Kyle's favorite spot on the line. Like, I mean, so. but I mean, even Brendel, Brendel's basically like a friggin' rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, no, I got you. Like, uh, but at least he's had a year in the system, and I think yeah. that's what they're looking at. Right. Uh, but like you, like you, I just I look at it as there's a couple of guys still out on the market. Right. That if it really if they see Brendel struggling in camp, that they could just bring in, right. and like uh, and it, like just break the glass in case of emergency, right. and I mean, uh, so I mean, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Aaron Banks, you know, I mean, they obviously like what they have in him. I think he's going to be a dog too. I think he's going to be a road grader. Man, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, you know, when but if you think about it, right, when you first listen to the line, right, you got it. Your right tackle's coming back from a devastating injury, nearly pulled the whole damn muscle off the bone, right? So now he's coming back right now. And then you got – you lose um, your center and your left guard, right, Tomlinson, yeah. and now you're replacing him with basically a rookie, all right, in Banks, right? Yeah. And then basically another rookie at center who's got 160-something snaps in his career in the NFL – Right, and then uh, you got Bronsko over right guard. So, and but, don't 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 knock off uh, Colton. Colton McKivitz is still out there. I think I'm not. You know what? I'm not. I'm not knocking. And Jalen Moore's another one. Jaylen yeah, he's sliding the right guard. He really yeah. could. You know, and they could push a Bronsko to center. So it's you know I'm not knocking it. They listen, just the way they drafted and the way who they have currently right now. Yeah, they're pretty. They're okay. Right yeah. now, because think about it, Kyle's not stupid. He's not mm-hmm. going to sit there and say, you know what, I'm okay with having two question marks at left guard and center. He's he's not stupid. So he saw what he saw last year in um, both those guys. He knows their ability. So yeah. he's obviously got to be 
comfortable right now, and he does have backup playing. And he also and he also got through last season with Tom Compton at right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> like he got through last season having Jalen Moore play a game. He had, he got through last season even having Colton McKivitz play left tackle in a in a pivotal game. Like uh, it. Uh, so I just look at it as Kyle knows what he's doing. Like you said, like in that that I we don't really we shouldn't really be worried unless in camp all of a sudden they go shopping <laughs> like uh, because because it doesn't look good right no it'll be it'll be interesting i mean there's going to be several battles in key key different uh, key areas line um safety wide receiver running back i'm again we'll see we'll see how that shapes out i think we already have we have a good idea where that yeah, I th- me too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, it's there's always going to be want, some kind of surprise. I like, want to uh, see what they do with Dre and his ease. Right. Yeah, you know that. I thought he was going to be traded. I thought Greenlaw was going to get traded on draft day. That's what I thought was going to happen. You know, I mean, I think they're they're very big on Greenlaw. Yeah, they, you know, I mean, listen, I love his ease. I mean, he's. he's you want to talk about a doll? What's that? You want to talk about a dog? He swarms to the ball just as good as Fred does. Yep. The only difference is with his ease, he's sloppy at times on his tackling. Mm-hmm. Watch him, watch him, watch his yeah. head at times. Drops the head and he whiffs. All right. So um, if he can clean up friggin' missed tackles, then dear Lord, him and um, Fred. Yeah, one just... All right, so if he can clean that up, and again, yeah. listen, he's young, he's young, right? Mm-hmm. So just break down, gather the ball carrier instead of coming in like a friggin' rocket, all right? Yeah, and then you'd be fine. But I mean, Dre, Dre, you know, he's he's a really sound tackler. He's the fa- he's the, the fastest linebacker on the team sideline. The sideline, mm-hmm. that's, that's I mean, he's he brings his own you know talents to the field, and I mean, he he's got something to suplex tackle now. Yeah, <laughs> go for that shit. So, any any potential players you'd like to see the 49ers trade for? Someone you think you get, uh, or like a yeah, someone like that? No, we're good. I don't. Yeah. I don't that's the way I look at it too. No, we're good. We're good. What we have, you know, I want to see the battles again. You know, center is a question mark. That's it right now. But no, I don't. Uh, I mean, unless we're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, if we can trade, yeah. that would be great. I'll take whatever. I'll take a mid mid round pick for him. But, yeah, like well, I, I yeah, I would take anything. I mean, if they gave me a seventh rounder, like uh, for him, I would just take it and run. You know, I mean, I would have loved to see how that situation played out. Had he been okay and he did not have to re, you know, if he could have rehabbed that shoulder injury, I would have liked to see what they could have gotten from. Him. Because yeah. you know, you mentioned earlier he's a mid, right? Well. Yeah. If you think about it, he's in that range of, for me, I'm saying between f- 15 to 20 in quarterback. All right, he's ranked between 15th and 20th. That, yeah, that's how I look at him. I, well, I look at him in the the 20. Yeah, the yeah. 20. Some some might sit there and say, nah, nah, nah. He's 18 to 24. Whatever. All right. It, it, you know, we we're yeah, all we're splitting people. hairs. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, we're splitting hairs. Exactly. You can get something for a quarterback that's you know, mid, you know, that can start for, mm-hmm. a, you know, a handful of teams right now, if he was fully healthy, you know, I mean, he's, yeah. he's a leader, you know, he's, 
I mean, listen, I don't think too many quarterbacks would have played that role what he did last year. Yeah, no, I, you got to give him credit for that. Like, you, uh, you got to give him credit for that. Right there, you, you know what I'm saying? So, it's it, you know, that really that surgery really changed everything, the outlook for what we're going to get for him. And I, I mean, I, like I said, it's 60 40. I, I really hope we don't get, you know, we if we if, if we release him, we don't get jack shit. That would suck. But Ugh. I mean, it's it, we'll see. We'll but I see. mean, but I mean, like even if they even you know, I understand what you're saying about not getting not getting anything for. But to me, that that uh, cap space that we could that we could roll over into next season yeah, no, is just as valuable as getting a pick. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So no, I mean, so we'll we'll see. Um, Debo and Bosa should be signed up pretty soon. Debo, yeah. I'm saying Debo's going to go first. He's going to sign first, and I would see within the next week, week and a half, maybe two weeks tops. Yeah, for sure. And so last thing I want to talk about real quick, because we don't have much time left, the uh, – so Trey Lance. Like, uh, because, I mean, he's the future of our franchise. We haven't talked about him yet. Like, uh, what do you see as his stat line, like, uh, going into this season? I want to say let's go 3,800 yards passing. All right, he's going to have – 28 passing touchdowns. My biggest thing with him is completion percentage, though. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not going to get to that completion percentage of what we have with Jimmy, with Trey yeah. right away. All right. No. So if he could keep it around 65%, 66%, that would be good. All right. Legs, he's probably going to rush in five, six touchdowns. You know, maybe, maybe another 500 yards rushing. I don't think. Kyle's going to use him the way, Jesus, the way he was used in Arizona um, earlier in the last season. And yeah, um, if that happens, I'm going to be really pissed off. No, I mean, you know, if you want to lose your quarterback early yeah. on, go ahead and do something like that. But I mean, we don't need any dialed up plays like that for Trey. We have plenty of running backs. You got Debo. You know, you, you know, you got Ray Ray back there that could actually take some. Like you said earlier, he could, he could take the ball, but. You know, do not let Trey run the ball a lot. He'll make it when the plays break down. He'll make plays. With that, that's my point, is that the guy has a natural ability to feel the rush. I think we did see that last year. Is that Because he only got sacked. Uh, I think he only got sacked four times out of all of his reps. Like, uh, is he does have a good feel in the pocket. And does he make all the reads? No, he wasn't making the reads. Right. He didn't trust what he was seeing. No. Like, uh, cause he's a rookie, right. but, but I think that having a full off season, having a full uh, training camp, having a full OTAs, all that good stuff is going to give him a chance to trust what he's seeing playing with the ones that's going to give him a chance to, to get comfortable. And his pocket presence is going to come with that. He's going to get rushing yards uh, just off of scrambling and getting out of, and getting out of harm's way. So it's, it like uh, I agree with you. Like uh, I think that he's going to end up getting about I, yeah thir- I said thirty six to thirty eight hundred uh, passing yards. I got it. I had him exactly twenty eight touchdowns. Uh, I did have him. I had him at ten touchdowns rushing, and wow. I have him at six about six six fifty okay. rushing yards. And but pretty similar, pretty similar. And I think that he's going to have under ten interceptions. Because I think he is very uh, he's very careful with the ball. I feel. I could see that around tennis. I could see around there. I mean, yeah. 
this is going to come, like you said, it's going to come down to his progressions. He's going to have to trust. You know what I'm saying? But he's just going to have to get rid of that ball quick, especially. See, that's another thing, too, right? So if you're playing the Rams and you got Aaron Donald back, you know, on that line, that ball's got to go within two and a half seconds. Yeah, it does. So that's so try. You can see he was holding on to that. If you watch the Houston game, he was holding on to that ball a little longer. But if yeah. you're playing the Rams, you got to know your read and you got to let it go. You got to trust it. And you got to get rid of it in two and a half seconds or Aaron Donald's going to rip your face off. Yeah, so, but I will say that that is the reason why they got Trey is, is because, you know, every now and then it's he's not going to have to get it out that that quick because he's going to be able to run away from run away from the rush. Like, yeah. uh, uh, so, I mean, I think that that is really what they're looking at. And really all we're looking for from Trey is those one or two throws that Jimmy couldn't give us. Right. And, uh, well, he's got it. I mean, he's got that. Yeah. You no, know, Jimmy. Jimmy came out and said it. Right. I'll take the underneath. I'll I'll complete that. I'll take the, the first down to ten yards. I'll take that. Yeah. You know, Trey's showing that a little bit. You know, in the start, um, to go to the second level right away. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, it, it, Trey's going to make a lot of wow plays. You're, you're going to see it. exactly make the ah goddamn plays. What fans got to understand is they're going to have patience with him. Exactly. He's young, right? So you know, and, and it's it's probably going to be another. It's going to be a circus on Twitter, right? So, oh man, it's oh, oh, <laughs> worship Trey. Look at that throw. You know what I'm saying? You're so, lucky you don't go in the spaces, bro. Like, let me just tell you, <laughs> it's nuts. I don't go ever in the spaces. I hardly ever do. I mean, they, they record those. They put them out there. People are threatening each other. I yeah. Oh man, it, it's crazy. It, yeah. It's, so, I mean, that's grown ass adults doing that. They probably have kids too, which is scary. Yeah. Which yeah, exactly. But. Hey man, I really appreciate you coming on today and giving me your time. Like, uh, I know you're a busy man. I like, uh, and, uh, thank you for coming on today. Like I thought we got a lot of good tidbits about, about what to look for in training camp. And I think this is going to do, that's going to do a lot. That's going to tell people a lot about what to look for and who could be on the bubble going out. Like, uh, but one more time, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the socials? Coach Yock on both, um, YouTube and on Twitter. Yep. And once again, they thank Coach Yak for coming on. Uh Yak to, for, for coming me. on today. What was that? I said thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I I was appreciate you giving me giving me your time. But hey, thank you all of you out there for watching. And I saw a bunch of people, all the people that commented, a couple of people commented. Uh thank you, all the guys that I saw were watching today. And uh remember, like uh, if tell your friends about the show. Uh I will be starting to do two shows a week once the season starts. And uh, and also uh, you tell your buddy that they don't have time to watch YouTube. Uh, it is on it, the show will be on all, anywhere where you can get uh, audio podcasts also. So but thank you guys for watching. And uh, as always, go Niners.